Hello, what it do? Welcome to another episode of Doing Well, Doing Swell. I'm your host, Mallory Lovings, and I've been in Spain for officially a month today. Well, I left officially a month ago today, and technically I land tomorrow, but you get the point. So, of course, I want to tell you about all of the fun adventuring I've been doing and all of the sights that I've seen and all the food that I've ate, but I do have a YouTube that has not only hilarious videos on it, but you can see all of that stuff on there. I also have a blog that tells all of the stories and you can get all of the juicy details there. So I'll put those in the bio below and you can go there and search for that. Here, I want to talk about all of the things that I've been thinking about that I didn't think I'd be thinking about because I was trying to get away from some of the things that I was thinking about in the States. <laughs> But apparently, when you run and try to get away from stuff, it just becomes more potent in your life. For example, one of the main reasons that I left was just to kind of get away from life, get away from society, specifically America. The government ticks me off and the way that they have structured our lifestyle there, I just don't necessarily feel like I always align with it and I don't agree and I don't the energy of America and I, we don't be meshing sometimes. <laughs> so yes, I wanted to explore and I wanted to take a break from work and all of that jazz. But at the end of the day, I also just don't find myself gelling too well with America. And I thought that coming over here would kind of give me a breath of fresh air. And it has, it very much so has, but it has only made those feelings that I have about America stronger because I am witnessing and experiencing new perspectives that only prove more that America has a problem. The energy that specifically Barcelona has, I won't speak for other places in Europe because I have rounds to be made and then I can let you know. But specifically in Barcelona, it's the energy is so quiet that it's extra loud because you can tell that there is a different sense of quality of life here. People are genuinely enjoying themselves. And I know I said this in my last episode, but I cannot stress it enough. America has such a grind, 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 hustle, 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 work, 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 work your life away culture that you don't even stop and smell the roses and enjoy the aspects of life that are meaningful to you and are important to you. Like, ugh. It ticks me off. And not only that, like being here, the culture is not like that at all. You don't see people running around. I already went through this in my last episode. But people are also generally very nice to each other. People are willing to help you out. They're willing to speak and have a conversation with you. Like people are friendly. And it doesn't matter what shape, what size, what age you are. People are nice. You don't get that in the States. The States are polluted with racism, sexism, ageism. All of the isms that you can think about are very well known in the States. And when you go anywhere else, it's not as potent there. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't exist at all here in Europe or in Barcelona, but it's definitely not as adamant and in your face as it is in the States. And I don't get why America is not for the people. I just really do not get it. 
And it's so ironic to me that this is exactly what I was trying to get away from and take a break from and just kind of like calm my mind down from because I get so much anxiety and depression from <laughs> America and society and the way that this life has been structured and it stresses me out and that's what I got away from. But since being here, it's only been louder. I'm having conversations with people and they're all like, America has so much racism. Why? I don't know. You tell me. America needs to get it together. The people need to get it together. Why are we not for the people? Why? Why does America have so many mass shootings? I don't know. Why is bullying such a problem in America? Nowhere else has issues like that. Listen, you are preaching to the choir. You're asking me questions that I've been asking myself since I was born. Things that feel like common sense, things that feel like should be a no-brainer of how to treat each other aren't in America. Like, literally, people do not treat each other like they are human beings. Do people not realize that regardless of how you look, what age you are, whatever it is, we are all the same race? Like, what, I, I just, come on now, come on, come on, come on. And I keep saying, I don't know, like, I don't have the answers to these things, and I'm not saying I do have the answers to these things, and I'm not saying that I am educated enough to have some sort of say on any of this. But if you ask me, it would make a whole lot of sense to incorporate learning healthy coping mechanisms in school. There's one requirement for everybody in life and that's going to school. So why don't they make that 30 minute period, that little seminar study hall period before school starts that where nobody's doing anything, the students and the teachers aren't doing anything. Why don't they use that time to help Kids learn proper coping mechanisms because life is hard. Your problems aren't going to go away. Your bully isn't going to go away. Your parents that don't know how to love you properly, that's not going to go away. It's not going to fix itself. So all you can do is learn how to cope in a healthy manner. And no one is teaching that. At the end of the day, we're all experiencing life. We are all experiencing the same thing in different ways and no one has a guidebook on it. But there are healthy and appropriate coping mechanisms that we could learn, that we could learn to know that it's okay if we feel alone. If you feel alone, why don't you learn how to sit with yourself, learn different coping me mechanisms so that you love being alone versus going and shooting up a school? If we look at the statistics of things, a lot of these mass shooters, a lot of these school shooters, they are people that feel like they have no friends. They've been alone. No one is there to support them. So what can we do to fix that? Show them proper, healthy coping mechanisms for when they are feeling those negative feelings because they're not going to go away. And when all you are seeing in the news or all you're listening to in your music is gun violence and blowing things up and just all of this nastiness and no one's teaching you how to cope with it, what are we supposed to expect from people? And, you know, a lot of the arguments are is like, well, teaching mental health and whatnot is controversial. Okay. And you're telling me that, <laughs> ooh, 
Ooh, you're telling me it's controversial to teach about healthy coping mechanisms, but we can learn how the Holocaust went down front to end. We can learn how they were gassed, how they were shoved in the ovens front to end. We know the ins and outs of how the Holocaust went down. And I'm not saying that we should not be learning about that because we should be so that history doesn't repeat itself. But you're telling me that they can sit there and tell us exactly how the Holocaust was executed, but they can't teach us how to cope with knowing about it? Like teachers literally sit in a room and they will teach you a whole lesson on the Holocaust. And then if you have any type of emotions about it, oh, sorry, we're not allowed to talk about that in school. What do you mean? What do you mean? Mental health has nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with education. It has to do with getting through life, with coping with life. Oh, well, you'll be planting seeds about morals and efficacy and that's what the parent's job is. Okay, well, how many parents are doing their job correctly? How is it okay to plant seeds about how mass murders went down in history, but you can't plant a seed of a healthy coping mechanism? What? And that just screams even louder how not for the people we are. Because why would healthy coping mechanisms be so controversial. It makes no sense to me. Somebody let me know a reason as to why that would make sense. Because to me, teaching healthy coping mechanisms could solve a lot of problems. And even if it is controversial, even if somebody did tell me a good reason as to why it's worth being controversial, I wouldn't care because at the end of the day, parents are going to be upset about certain history topics you're learning about. They're upset about certain science topics, science about our human body that we live in. Like no one's ever going to be happy 100%. So you might as well teach them how to have healthy coping mechanisms when they're not happy about what's being taught in school. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> My laughter is pain. But for real, there are also statistics that show how you start your morning will reflect in your day-to-day -day life and then also have an effect on you long-term. So for me, it makes total sense. There are plenty of schools out there that have the time because I sat in school myself to know that we had plenty of periods where there were 30 minutes, if not an hour, where it was considered a seminar hall or a study hall. No one's studying. So teach them proper coping mechanisms because at the end of the day, it would give them a place to have an outlet, a place to express themselves, a place to experience new perspectives. Because I surely know you look at a bully completely different when you learn what the bully went through the night before. Hurt people hurt people. And once you realize that, once you understand, oh, that person is lashing out on me and it's not even personal to me, that can change your whole entire coping mechanism with dealing with the bully. But no one's even given the opportunity to have the experience to know that. Maybe if the bully knew that the kid that they're bullying is going home to a broken home whose parents don't pay the bills, whose parents don't support them, who has to figure out their own way of finding food and finding a ride to school when they're in only like sixth or seventh grade, Maybe they would approach things differently and maybe if the kid being bullied had proper coping mechanisms in their repertoire of knowledge, they wouldn't let all of that anger build up on them and then want to go shoot up a school. I don't know. 
I'm going on a tangent at this point, but I just really believe that it is such a universal problem and it's also such a universal solution to just have a, a time set aside to focus on healthy coping mechanisms because life doesn't get easier. You only learn how to cope with it and no one's teaching us how to cope with it. <laughs> it's a free for all, you know? Let's throw you into life and just see how you do. See how you figure it out with no help at all. But we're going to teach you all these things that you'll never use in your adult life once you're out of school. You're never going to touch them again. There's no point in knowing them. But, you know, let's just ignore the fact that you're not going to have proper coping mechanisms for when life does get hard, for when people are mean, for when you have absolutely no control of the events that are going down in your life. But sure, you should know what Y equals MX plus B is because you're never going to touch it again after you turn 17 or 18. Depending on, depending on your career, obviously. And, you know, that's another thing. If you want to go into that, sure, go into that, learn all the calculus you need. But me personally, I've never used calculus since I left high school. Or I used it once in college, but I didn't want to. Like, I used it because I had to. It was a gen ed. So it's just like you're teaching us stuff that we're not even going to use when we get out of school. Why don't you teach us skills and coping mechanisms that will actually help us when life starts really pounding us. So that's my two cents. And the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say the government doesn't want us to be conscious enough to know how to handle life because if so, then we would all <laughs> retaliate against them. But <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> so in conclusion, I came to Europe to kind of get away from this topic that literally eats me alive and it's been more alive in my life than ever before of course <laughs> so um this just is my PSA that don't run from your problems because no matter where you go you're gonna have the same problems but just in a new environment but I will say this is also why I do agree with changing up your environment here and there because it gives you a new perspective to your problems it gives you new experiences and a new set of eyes to tackle those problems with. I could go into all of the other revelations that I've had on some problems that I thought I had figured out in the States that have resurfaced since being here, um, but I'll save that for another episode. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to me rant, and remember to be well and stay swell, be kind to one another, and... I don't know, maybe if people are more loud that they should be teaching healthy coping mechanisms in school, then maybe something will be done. But as of right now, I just feel like a little pea in a big pond and I feel helpless and I don't know how I can contribute. But I will say I know I'm not a part of the problem. I am a part of the solution. I just am a very small part of the solution and it's going to take a very large ocean of people to make the solution come to fruition because to me it is a very obvious solution that is my piece now if you want to know about all of the fun that i've been having and all of the taste bud parties that i've gone to please feel free to go to my youtube or my blog again i'll put them in the bio otherwise be well stay swell spread peace please the world needs more of it and thanks for listening i'm your host mallory lovings peace